In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And today we are back again, and we are going to continue our conversation about body image with a listener email. And also, since we didn't get to our non-scale wins last week, we're going to do those today. Yes. All right, Aileen, do you want to read the email? Hi, Aileen and Sammy. First of all, thanks for creating a podcast that resonates with me so much. I'm 30 and have been dieting since I was 12 years old. So I have had body image and self-esteem problems for longer of my life than I haven't relate. I started working with a nutritionist when I was 12. After three months, I had lost 25 pounds and started receiving attention from boys. Very early on, I learned that the thinner I was, the more attention I received. My weight loss became a positive affirmation of my self-worth. Holy shit, this is really exactly what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, After college, I lost 50 pounds and had confidence for the first time in my life. I fit into clothes I never could wear before, received attention from boys as well as friends, parents, coworkers, lived in Manhattan, had a great job, and felt like my weight loss validated my self-worth. While I hooked up with guys basically for the first time in my life and slept around, I did not feel worthy enough to date. I was in constant fear I wasn't thin enough or he would discover I used to be fat. Hard relate, hard relate. Or that I still had some rolls in my stomach or fat in my chin. If I went on dates, I was terrified of opening up and being 100% me and letting a guy like me for me. I feel like they... I felt like they had never liked me when I was a bigger when I was bigger despite my personality that they were only dating me for the way I looked. It was extremely tough for me to be vulnerable. I'm now 30 and I just moved to London and really want to take this as an opportunity to learn from my past mistakes and move forward with my life in a positive way. I love my personality and I'm so ready for a serious relationship. I know I'm worth it. My question is, how do you project confidence and worthiness when you still struggle with your body? Also, sex is a huge thing for me. I am at my most vulnerable state. I hate my stomach and it is hard for me to get naked with a guy. I just was dating a guy for a month and a half, held off on sex with him because I wanted to make sure he liked me for me. We finally did it and he got distant from me a week after, something I never thought would happen. We just broke up and I can't help but to think my insecurities led to the breakup. As both of you are married and struggle with your body, I would love your insights on how to love yourself and date while also having these thoughts. Thanks so much. Such a great, relatable question. Really, really relatable. Hard relate across the board. (laughs) Okay. Okay. My first thing is that something that might be surprising to her to learn is that looking back at these old photos that we talked about last Sunday was sort of an experience also because... I realized that like now looking back, I would be very happy with like how I looked there. And I think I looked like amazing. But at that time, I still thought, oh, 10 to 15 more pounds to go. So I 
and I'm not, none of this is about like the numbers or the, or the appearance. It's about like the idea that we think we're going to get there at one point and like where you're not going to, even if you do quote unquote, get there, you might not even be able to see it about yourself at the time when you're there. So that's just something to think about in terms of like your own body image and how you feel about it. Like knowing that you might just not have an accurate perception of yourself and that that is probably hampering you more than your actual self, um, which I think she alludes to when she says we broke up and I can't help but think my insecurities led to the breakup. We can't know that personally, but yeah, we can't know that for sure. But, but there's a huge difference between saying like your insecurities led to the breakup versus like your stomach led to the breakup, you know? And I think it is more likely that your insecurities did lead to the breakup than your actual appearance. Guys don't nitpick the way we think that they do. Yeah. Not her appearance or the insecurities. It could just be something about him. Right. It could be. It doesn't have to be like, oh, what, what, what's wrong with me that we broke up? Or it um, could be that your insecurities were manifesting, not that those insecurities were accurate, but that like the, the way that they come, come across might have like led to sort of like, because when you get inside yourself that protects, like, because you're insecure, that prevents you from connecting with someone definitely. else. So like maybe he didn't feel a connection because you were like kind of preoccupied. Not because or of you. Or scared to show your full self. Right. Like, not because of you. Yourself. Yeah. And she also said, like, when she lost a bunch of weight, she still didn't feel worthy enough to date. And I think that's something to really reflect on because um, if you don't, if you're not at whatever weight you are, it's really about what's your state in which your state and how you feel about yourself, how confident you feel in your body. And I think before you go and continue to date, um, really have to, I know this sounds cliche, but work on yourself, like work on the confidence that you might have with your own personality. You're saying you love your personality. Like, why are you, why do you feel, why do you feel so vulnerable and afraid to show it? Um, because you, you're afraid of rejection. I mean, we all are. But when you feel like very, very confident and obviously like it's, there's no just, oh, I'm confident today. You know, obviously the, you, there's no end point. It's just feeling kind of worthy, you know, um, and not immediately um, saying rejection is your fault. So like, like that, that's kind of like the place you want to get to. And when something doesn't work out with someone, it's not a hundred, it's not your fault. It's just things didn't, it's, it wasn't right. 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 I can also understand why she like thinks she loves her personality, but still it doesn't like, it's not enough. That's because I think the value system that we all exist in is that like, yeah, you, you can have a great personality, but like ultimately what matters more is what you look like. So like, good for you. You're funny. You're nice. You're whatever you are, but you know, ultimately none of that really matters unless you're thin too. And that is just simply not true. And I think that that, like, if you have to do any work on yourself, it's like trans, like sort of transforming your belief that like, yes, you love your personality and that's actually what makes you great more and than hot. your appearance and yeah. hot yeah yeah and hot really feeling confident in yourself whatever you look like whatever you weigh whatever however your opinions your values like that is that's hot 
that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> no, that yeah. that's what I truly believe. And I think like once you kind of gain that side of like relationship with yourself, you start to believe in your own opinions. Like sometimes I like through like the last like 10 years of my life, I I've it's been like a a slow growth of just like feeling confident in what you think too. Like choosing a way to think and believing in your opinion. That's like a a confidence thing. Yeah. And the ability to say this, I don't, that, that didn't work out because it just wasn't right is, is such a strong place to be. And I think like working towards that is the, the difference is, is just how much you actually like yourself versus how much you think you like yourself. Right. Definitely. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Should we do non-scale wins? Yeah, let's do some non-scale wins because we didn't get a chance to do them last week. All right, let's do an audience non-scale win. Okay. 
Hey guys, love the pod. I feel I've been on my journey with you from trying keto with Sammy when this started <laughs> and how, and now really focusing on developing a healthier relationship with food. I used to really struggle with disordered eating in a way that I didn't see as a problem. I had a spreadsheet tracking my food and exercise that I was proud of and shared with people. As a result, I had a pattern of severe restriction and then severe binging. Since quarantine, I really have cared significantly less because given the state of the world, it didn't seem important that I had some ice cream at night or I made pasta or as a regular rotation for dinner. So I've been eating whatever I want and I've been a little more active and I had to try on a jacket for an interview that didn't fit in the early spring and it actually fit perfectly. This is the first time in my life where I've lost weight without monitoring and restricting or even trying. I feel great and it really confirms to me that I am intuitively eating and not just binging and I feel I've freed up so much headspace. Thanks. That's great. Amazing. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> I haven't watched that documentary. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. I I feel like I don't know if I can take it at the moment. I think I'm gonna take it. <laughs> you are. I, I also it. keep telling myself I'm gonna watch it, but I don't know. I don't really know if I want to watch. Like, I just have to figure abused. out how. Wait, back what to the non-scale you- win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the non-scale win. Anyway, um, that's that's amazing. amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's, I see like, yeah, the spreadsheet. And I also see how like caring about the the state of the world. I think that did a lot for me too. Um, Mm. It's just like hard to, this whole thing has been such like a mind fuck of not like leaving our houses that much and being able to travel and do all these normal things. And just even like going out to eat is just, Everything's abnormal. I barely normal. seen you. Seen you like I twice. Once. I know. I saw you at my wedding only. I know. I, I was thinking the other day, like no, that's not true. Like, and Jordana's engagement. Part. Jordana's engagement. Yeah. Like I was thinking the other day, I was like, to, or yesterday, Teresa was like, we could go somewhere. Like we could go to dinner or something. He's like, yeah, but it's scary. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know if I feel ready. But um, my mom and I went to dinner last night, and it's just like it's so funny because like. You look Everybody's eating like, under scaffolding. Yeah. If, okay. If we were in any other city, we'd be like, ew, this is seedy. Because it's New York. We're like, oh, listen to the people having fun at the next table. New Yorkers are so nice. I'm like, New Yorkers are, are generally not known for their niceness. She's like, but they, you know, we're all New Yorkers. We're like, New Yorkers have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> That's yeah. what I truly, all those articles, check it, Jerry Seinfeld being like, oh, you don't b- belong in New York. Okay. Like you have a, like a how many million dollar apartment that you live in like up there you know like that's a different type of you have an east you have a hamptons house to escape to you know like that's a different type of new york mentality i'd say like everybody who i follow is like oh get out of new york you you don't you don't belong like you, like i'm you're rich like you're rich right also <laughs> like you are right you are not in new york you're in the hamptons on top of like just the pandemic and like eating ice cream doesn't seem so the whole like privilege conversation, white privilege conversation really is just constantly like an under underlying like belt in my head, like just like a moving belt and me like saying, realizing certain things like I don't, I shouldn't even ha- ha- like I'm privileged to have this thing. I'm, I, I'm yeah. noticing different things and, and it's such a, an interesting like I would not, I normally wouldn't have that conversation with myself and um, all of these tiny little observations about food. That's what I mean. Like right. obsessions with food feel so inconsequential compared to those things. And I, and I'm privileged to even have the, 
time to think about it. Like, like Alexis said too, like yeah. all of intuitive eating is, is a privilege. That's like in the book. So yeah, it's just, it's just like living and learning. What's your non-scale win? Yeah, let's, let's do our non-scale wins. Okay. My non-scale win is having like an out-of-body experience and learning another food rule that I've been living by, which is that I am afraid, fully afraid of two slices of bread and not, you know what I mean? Like having one slice. Take off half the bun. Take off the bun. Only eating one slice of bread at the, at the, when they give it to you with breakfast, one is okay. Two, too many. Two is too many. Eating a full sandwich with two slices of bread unheard of for me. And then, so I was making my sandwich and I was like, there's like too much egg and avocado for like one slice of bread here. (laughs) I think I need a second piece. (laughs) And then I was like scared. I was like reviewing the nutrition facts. I was like, how much, how much fibers in this? Is there not how many, how many carbs? And then I was like, what are you doing? What are in the fuck are you doing? Like you need to, you want two slices of bread have two slices of bread. It's a sandwich. It is a culturally recognized <laughs> piece of food. Every People culture has their own version of a sandwich. And it's so much better when you have the proportional amount of bread to the filling. People eat sandwiches all the time and you were afraid of a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you have two slices of bread. If you want them, eat them. And I was like, this is my two brains. So I was like, okay. (laughs) And I documented it. And I really realized that like, that is a food rule. Like, like I've been told, like I, this is one serving of carbs. Therefore you eat one slice of bread and you go on with your day. But really that's a restriction. And my body was telling me I wanted to. And if I didn't want to finish the top, then I don't finish it but I should give myself the option. You know, it was a wild experience. Well, you know what I, so so the thought I had when you, when you posted that was about, um, I was thinking about avocado toast and the sensation that it was. Yeah. It's almost like avocado toast, the way Halo Top was like a reaction to diet culture. Avocado toast was too, because it's like, oh, you can, it's like, okay, normally restaurants would serve a sandwich. And also, right. like, avocado toast is – my friend Allie has this whole rant about avocado toast. She's like, why do you call it avocado toast when if you put butter or cream cheese on a piece of toast, you would not call it cream cheese toast or butter toast. <laughs> just be like, it's fucking toast with butter. Like, okay, right. so – Right. Okay, so – but there's something <laughs> about – like, it had to be marketed as avocado toast so that it would seem ze- like fitting in with wellness rather than just being like – because no one's going to order – toast and they're not going to order an avocado egg salad sandwich. But if you give the option where it's like, you can kind of spoon it off the toast, maybe have a bite of bread. If you, you know, three bite rule it, that's what <laughs> avocado toast is. Avocado that's toast is a, it's a, it's a wonderfully balanced meal. You have your protein, you have your fat and you have your carb. And, um, yeah, I agree. It's an open face sandwich, if you will. It is. <laughs> it's literally what they serve at Katz's, just with avocado. It, yeah, and um, do you remember when we went on keto and we ordered Katz's like the first things? We were like, we can eat meat. <laughs> I am fully still sick from 
when we were getting our hair done and we ordered Katz's delivery to go. And I was just eating fucking like pastrami and, and cheddar cheese to the point where I was ill. Yeah, was, I'm scarred by keto still. I was scarred by that day. so i just can't it makes i had it took me like a really long time to sort of not feel sick thinking about like like pastrami um and i'm still kind of actually sick i'm not over it (laughs) Um, but yeah so my non-scale my non-scale win is that i recognize something that i didn't realize before and i'm going to make an active effort to try to incorporate bread back and I got so so when I say so many DMs I'm not exaggerating so many people were like I kind of have done this recently too I realized that like I could eat two pieces of bread or some people are like bread like normalized bread no, <laughs> like war um, on bread oh yeah, my god we should like, get a sh- normalized bread on a shirt normalized bread yeah oh yeah I'd wear that next week um yeah, yeah like a lot of people are like I also, like David's Killer Bread is also really good. Also, the fact that David's Killer Bread is a low-calorie bread to me, and I was still afraid to eat it. like that. And I was, like, stressing over the nutrition label. Um, but I ate it, and I felt at the end, like, this, like, talk about that feeling of, like, being aligned with your values or whatever. I felt 100% satisfied. Also, I cut my cucumbers in this really delicious way. <laughs> <laughs> and they tasted significantly better. And I like slid them in into the sandwich Ooh. and I added that perfect crunch. Um, I love cucumbers. But yeah, I just have to say that like eat your bread, guys, if you really want it. If you Let's want this bread. The bread. I just actually, and this can be mine on scale because I just um, texted my mom in the other room. Can we order breads? like from bread, like bread from breads, bakery. Oh, breads. Yeah. Also buying like, um, Good, delicious bread. Good, delicious bread. Like freshly, if like you can, if you have access to it, order like the kind of, like sourdough is also delicious, freshly baked. That's what I'm asking for. Let's go. It's good. It's easy on the stomach. Um, All right, guys. It's been a great bonus episode. Um, Write to us, DST at Betches.com. Write your non-scale wins to us and send in your dear DSTs. And uh, over and out. We're always with you. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbine. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to DST at Betches.com. Betches.